I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And today we watched a Betty Boop cartoon called Betty Boop and Grampy from 1935. Who would like to give a synopsis of this cartoon? Sure, I'll do it. So (laughs) in this cartoon, Betty gets a letter from Grampy inviting her over to his house along with her pals. Uh, So she walks over to Grampy's house singing a little song and recruiting some pals as she goes. Unclear if they were always her pals or if they were, (laughs) she made them then. Uh, But they're all interested in going to Grampy's house and immediately drop whatever they're doing, even though it's often disastrous to head to Grampy's house. Uh, They go to Grampy's house. He's got a bunch of like, Rube Goldberg type silly contraptions and stuff like that. And uh, he he puts together a thing to do some music and they dance to the music. And that's the short. Yeah, though, I would I don't know if I describe them as Rube Goldberg com- contraptions, but yeah, to, to some degree, I'd say it even included with the his house was way away from the door. And there was some kind of line that made his house come forward. And then once they were in his house, went backwards. Seems wholly unnecessary. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what a did, description for sure. What did you guys think of this cartoon? Well, first, I just want to say I was pleasantly surprised in that I was worried that Grampy was going to be a creepy old man. And that was not the case. So that was good. Yeah, but it was still a boring short. Uh, yeah, the only saving grace for me for this cartoon is that the the music that Grampy puts on slaps. <laughs> yes, yes, I agree. And and the beginning's kind of funny with how they have drop what they're doing and cause accidents and stuff. That's that's mildly amusing. Um, a little bit of that dark edge still there, a tiny bit, <laughs> um, even when the rest of it's pretty bland. Let's get specific. What did we think of the story and characters? They were okay. To Specifically. Oh, specific. What do you think of Grampy? He's kind of the new hotness. Is he the new hotness? hotness? In this cartoon, Ew. he's being introduced. Mom, not like that. <laughs> I know, I know, you know, generations apart. It's fine. <laughs> That's not what I mean. Um, but he's he's the new character being introduced sure. here. You know, the other guys, who knows if they'll ever appear again. But Grampy, this is his yeah. debut. Yeah, I mean, that's that's true. They were giving him, it's like... Oh, he, like, Jimmy Neutron brain blast during the short. Yes. He has all these contraptions. Do you think Jimmy Neutron bra- brain blast would exist without this short? Oh, uh, certainly yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, babe. <laughs> he was very kind of clown-like in, a, in appearance and even kind of his shoes. Or I guess in, like the end-of-button nose kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, I just mean as he, um, but he... It's not like he has makeup on. But... No, 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 but just kind of that Yeah, that the proportions vibe. of the f- shoes, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, kind of that vibe, but he was a very cheerful fellow <laughs> yeah and his some of his contraptions were were interesting um and i even found it interesting that the he basically initially has this kettle on the stove and he does a contract contraption that looks like a flute that that he attaches to it and then he has gloves that look like mickey gloves um that i don't remember oh attached to a fan that play the flute um, so there were a lot of interesting things like that. So he would just keep doing different things. And then somehow there was a shoe that was uh, going up and down on the garbage can lid. And so and it was really good music. Now how that would have really made <laughs> music. Well, it's a cartoon. Ca- ca- yeah, so, you know. Yeah, but yeah. 
Um, and then the other characters, other than just being, you know, were Betty Boop was very cute. She was, you know, very, very, I want to say boppy, you know, as she, yeah, she's yeah. going along singing. Good tap dancing, whoever was doing the tap dancing in Definitely. the background. Because uh, she was, you know, supposedly tap dancing. And then the characters, when, when uh, Danica alluded to, they just dropped whatever they were doing. I mean, one was a fireman rescuing a poor lady. And instead of just even bringing her with, with them, he just stuck her on a ladder and left her. Yep. <laughs> and then there was a policeman that was directing traffic. And so when he just walked off, there were all kinds of car crashes. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than once they got there, they would just... Yeah, they don't have particular personality. the The star of the show is Grampy here, not not these people. the The designs of those characters, though, were not cute. They were they <laughs> they didn't not that they looked bad, but actually the the little guy kind of reminded me of what you might see in like a uh, Rick and Morty situation. Those ones, just because his round eyes. Sure. And then the fireman felt a little uh, Simpsons. Sure. Yeah, I can mm. see some of that. But yeah, they were like generic, but of a certain style. It was it was really weird. <laughs> it's really, it's really funny that you mentioned Simpsons to me, just because um, the degree of separation between this and Simpsons is much smaller than you might imagine. Oh uh, wow! Because a short clip from this cartoon can be seen in the opening credits of the Futurama episode Hella's Other Robots. Oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, not a very big degree of separation at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's why I like to make the... I like to call it out, because then you're like, oh, actually, this person did this show. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Who, like, loved this thing. And it's, um, oh, clips from it. this cartoon are also seen in the music video for the Out Here Brothers' uh, Boom, Boom, Boom. I don't know what that is. I don't okay. either. <laughs> and a segment of music from this cartoon, the bopping uh, segment at the end, was sampled for the episode Fire Dogs 2 of Ren and Stimpy adult party cartoon, where mm-hmm. Ren dances to a flute song by Stimpy. All right. I looked up a clip of that and I'm like, yep, that's definitely that music. Oh, wow. Okay. That's pretty cool to to catch that. I don't think even if I saw this and that other thing, that I necessarily would have connected the two. Yeah. I don't know. Does somebody who are like, was in the production, write this down? Or does somebody, like, watch it and be like, yeah, I know from this Grampy cartoon. I especially love that someone was able to call that out because it's from Adult Party Cartoon, the Ren and Stimpy that most people didn't watch. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's from the bad Ren and Stimpy. (laughs) Um, And yet someone heard that and was like, oh, that's from that cartoon, was able to put it on Wikipedia. Yeah, like, that's... Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, Shifting back a little bit, there were the two characters that weren't the firemen and the policemen. Yeah, the guys who were lifting the piano. Yes. They almost had initially, especially the big guy, had a Laurel and Hardy vibe. The Mm, the smaller guy wasn't quite that's know, much like, more likely to yeah. be purposeful <laughs> i know and that's what I, I i think that's what they were going for because that was the the kind of look to me yeah overall the animation in this is is perfectly fine i think they're not really i'm kind of going on animation now but we've been talking about a lot of aspects all kind of mixed together it, there it's perfectly fine i think uh there's not a lot outstanding or particularly weird done with it um but i mean like the fingers dancing on the makeshift flute and stuff like that, that looks really nice and stuff. Um, like, it, it looks perfectly competent. There's just not anything particularly interesting to really make use of animation in a particularly interesting way. Even even the contraptions that he's got. 
Yeah, it's not not as novel. Yeah. But still but still good. Like yeah. even with the musical contraptions. The matching to the the sound to the animation was done well. Even with the flute in terms of like feeling like it was internally consistent. Like the fingers weren't just doing something random. It matched with the pattern of the music. Yeah. I think though why it was boring to me, well, first of all, we recently saw um is it the symphony, the, the Mickey symphony? The or band the, concert. The band concert. And so there was so much going on with the music and in conjunction with the music. So in this one, in this Betty Boop sees Grampy, they just, you know, with the music, some of the things, again, that you all alluded to that Grampy did to create the music with all of his contraptions, that was semi-interesting. But then you just see everyone dancing and, you know, they paired off and they were dancing and there wasn't even anything that was particularly interesting about how they danced necessarily synced to the music. The On, biggest, well, it was, uh, I guess, one. not synced to the music, but I guess the main thing that was interesting about them dancing was just the footstep sounds and right. how that contributed to the right. music rather than the actual animation itself. Yeah, and especially like when Betty Boop did the tap dance. Mm-hmm. I mean, Grampy did a tap dance too. Oh, yes. Oh, and yes. then the other bigger guys, they weren't quite tap dancing, but the stomping of their boots and stuff always went to the music in a really pretty pleasing way to me. Right. Which is just to say that, as we keep saying, the sound design of this cartoon is is the best thing about it. It's it's very fun to listen to. The thing that drags it is the the lack of story of yeah. just like, hey, come to my place with some friends and she brings friends. There's some funny bits there. They're in his house and you see his contraptions. His like punch bowl is his chandelier. Uh, he, they, he cuts a cake with an umbrella that doesn't have a fabric on it. So that was one of my favorite of his little gags. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it makes me want to be like, can I do that? But obviously that wouldn't work at all. It's just a cartoon, (laughs) (laughs) but it looks so pleasing. And then the uh, tines are like covered in cake. He just tosses it away. It does. He's like, I don't think about consequences. (laughs) Uh, I mean, clearly not given that he like takes apart part of his stove, kicks all the things off and uses that as a makeshift flute. Yeah. He's not concerned about damage. And then whenever they're like play music, he has a moment to think and then sets up the music and that's fine. And then they dance and then they get dizzy except Grampy who is... Still got the stamina of a lion. I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, like there's just not a lot there. Mm-mm. Yeah, and even individually, they didn't really make strong characters. No. Uh, comparing back even to Mickey and the Band concert, you know, Mickey was they did such a great characterization of Mickey, but even the intensity or the looks or the kind of personality that they showed with the different band members when they were caught up in the tornado and and just of course Donald and just things like that, they just didn't develop any of these characters. Yeah, maybe there could have been something with the police and firemen like when they dance, there is a little bit of a uniqueness when the police and firemen dance, the fireman is bopping the police guy's head. When the movers dance, the big guy is like kicking the little guy. But there's no personality to it. It's just incidental to the scene. So they did have the opportunity when uh, Betty, you know, gathers them to show maybe a little bit more personality besides the job they're doing. Um... Yeah, maybe that could have helped elevate this. 
Let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? Uh, if you guys have anything, let me know in a second. But the main thing that I want to talk about here is really just kind of where this fits in the legacy of Betty Boop, which is to say she is being Mickey Mouse before Mickey Mouse is being Mickey Mouse. <laughs> which, oh, wow. Which is to say this is not the first and it is certainly not the last short that is a Betty Boop short that is actually mostly about a completely different character. And in fact, the main character that that often happens with is also a dog like happens with, <laughs> with Mickey eventually. Oh. Uh, she has a stupid little dog. I don't care about any of those cartoons enough to put them here. I barely care about this cartoon, but the music's bopping and I want to be able to talk about the state of Betty Boop cartoons. Um, the the Hayes Code has really neutered the Betty Boop cartoons, uh, and and they you can feel that they know it because yeah. they don't feel like they can do that much with her anymore, and so they are increasingly focusing on her stupid dog or this new character Grampy and stuff. They're just like. Oh, here's this. There's also Henry, the funniest living American, who's like a bald child. And that's the joke, I guess. They just keep throwing stuff at the wall and none of it is anywhere near as interesting as Betty's earlier stuff. Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of issues with the the gender politics of early Betty Boop stuff and how she's often being harassed by a creepy man. I'd honestly rather go back to it because at least that had more potential to be interesting than what I'm getting here. I'm still going to keep watching the Betty Boop cartoons into 36 and everything. And, you know, maybe there's a hidden gem in there somewhere. I sure hope so. But... 1935 did not give me a lot of hope in that regard, as I guess what I'll say. Uh, I believe this is the only Betty Boop cartoon from this year that I have on the docket, which goes to show the dearth of good content for Betty Boop in this year. In in our discussion, we're discussing everybody but Betty, so Pretty I much. think that's indicative. <laughs> she does have stuff to offer. Yeah, she's just kind of increasingly there around other characters and that's it like it's a real it's literally before mickey mouse it should be called a betty boop situation now i'm I'm realizing instead of a mickey mouse situation where like the star of the series is just they increasingly don't know what to do with and instead are focusing on other characters but it's way worse than the mickey situation because at least with disney like the characters replacing mickey are objectively like kind of better than most of what mickey ever was as a character like Donald and Goofy are much more fascinating characters from a like they're just more defined than Mickey was you know Mickey could be a whole lot of things which could be fun and there's some Mickey cartoons that I think are the best ever uh even after where we're at currently like I don't want to diss on Mickey because he's in some great stuff but Donald and Goofy are just more defined characters that the artists at Disney like figure out a lot of fun stuff to do with whereas um grampy and a stupid little puppy that i can't be bothered to remember the name of they're just not that interesting it's a lesser pluto not even as interesting as pluto and i've made it clear how annoyed i get with pluto shorts yeah and uh the betty boop series ends in 1939 so like they're not enough to sustain it yeah it doesn't have longevity it does not whereas uh the disney 
cartoons uh, go on until the 60s, I think. Mickey's last cartoon ends is before that, I think in the 50s, maybe, and is a Pluto cartoon that Mickey just happens to be in. But, you know, uh, but the Disney stuff itself is still going strong, whereas 1939 is also pretty close to the end of Fleischer as a studio. They don't exist into... I think they make it to 1942, maybe? And then they dissolve. <laughs> so, partially thanks to the wonderful movies that they made, which we've seen one of. Yep. Which don't do very well. Um, but fortunately, I do I do want to give you guys a little bit of hope for Fleischer cartoons in the future. Uh, from what I understand, the Popeye cartoons are just going to, are still going to get even better and better. Like, I, we haven't gotten to the golden age of those yet. And also, um, one of the last things that Fleischer Studios will do before they go away is create the classic Superman cartoons, mm-hmm. which are uh, often considered works of art, and I have watched them, and yeah, they're pretty cool. Um, so that'll be exciting to get to in the early 40s. Wow. Um, okay. But yeah, I just, I feel like we probably don't have a lot more to expect from Betty Boop in terms of quality going forward. I hope I'm proven wrong, but uh, don't be surprised if this is one of the last times you all see her. Yeah, I'm interested to see if they manage to find something more to her than what they lost. Yeah, I sure hope that there's at least one or two good cartoons in her future, but I don't know. It's really a shame, too, because she's a cute character. She is. Let's go on to our favorites and least favorites. What was your least favorite moment in the cartoon? It's, like, so inoffensive that it's hard to, like, pinpoint a thing that was... Particularly bad, yeah, or... I guess just the time between songs, the time between Betty's song about going to Grampy's house and and Grampy making the music because the music was the best part of the cartoon. So, But that's where you saw the contraptions. I don't have a better idea, though. I'm going to almost say just the dancing part of it. I, I mean, sorry, the, the group dancing part when they yeah. were paired up. Um, not, you know, cause Betty was cute when she was doing her tap dance, but when they were paired up, especially when they would pull out and do more of the, um, the distant shots, I just thought it was boring and kind of repetitive. I just, I can't get behind that. The music was too bopping. No, I'm, I'm going to agree. Cause story-wise it was very disengaging, even though the music was good. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they're like hopping around and I feel like. I could see what they were going for, but they didn't make it feel as frenetic as it. I think it should have been yeah. to kind of communicate. They're just like doing the hopping and then they're like, oh, I'm dizzy. But I, I think they could have done more to make us kind of feel it. What was your favorite moment in the cartoon? Uh, for my favorite, I'll go with Grampy building up the, the music, especially when you, you start to hear the, the full thing. Uh, but seeing the, the stove with the flute... The uh, the clock boot trash can situation. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the whole ending song, so that part. I'm Yeah, I'm going to make it unanimous. I, I really enjoyed that. I, lo- I like the contraptions. And again, the music was great, as you were saying. Who's your least favorite character? The cop. He's hitting that guy in the head. That's rude. He doesn't even seem to care. I, I'm going to also agree just because one is he caused so much damage when he walked off his post with everyone crashing in the car. And then, he yeah, he kept bopping the fireman on the head. It's yeah. really rude. Yeah. I'm going to go with the fireman because he just put the lady <laughs> in the ladder. <laughs> could, have, oh. could have brought her down the rest of the ladder at least. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> he was he was halfway there. I, I, I could, to me, I'm like sitting here like, 
feeling the the writer's room like ideas churn they're like okay the the gag is that the people leave the thing in the middle of it so we can't have her have him just bring her all the way down is it too dark to have him throw her back in yes, yes we've decided that's too dark <laughs> so what else can we do i guess he just puts her in the ladder and leaves <laughs> And that's what they went with. Yeah, not even placing her on the ladder for her to finish. No. Puts her butt first through one of the rungs or the spaces in between. Yep. And then she's stuck. How's she going to get out of that? She's got too big a butt. She can't get out. And the house is still on fire. This is true. This could be very bad. This it's What's going to happen is that the tip of the uh, ladder catches on fire and crumbles. And then the ladder falls. She hits her butts and, boun- and bounces out. And then she's fine. You know what? That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's canon. It's canon. <laughs> well, who was your favorite character in the cartoon? See, this is also kind of hard because... Top candidate Betty Boop didn't do much. She didn't. Grampy would be the next one. But also he's kind of a little weird. Yeah, he was a little bit creepy. I'll throw it to Grampy. He's just a happy old guy making his contraptions and having some friends over for some cake and some dancing. He's he's chill. I think you guys need to not be rude to Grampy, even if you're not choosing him as your favorite. I think he's a chill dude. I think it's fine. Honestly, I think he gets it by default. I'm sure going to say Betty Boop because she, she you know, she's like, I like Betty. She did a good job with her little tap dance, you know. Yeah, I'm going to go with Betty Boop. Let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate it. I think this one's hard to actually recommend unless Grampy becomes like a bigger thing or something. I don't know. I guess I don't recommend this. It, it was fine. In that vein, I'll give it a, a 1.75. I'm also not going to recommend it. And I'm just going to give it a 1.5. I will give it a 1.75. I recommend that you go uh, listen to the music of the second part. Yeah. Because it's it's bopping. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. But you don't have to pay that much attention to the animation. It's not that interesting. Yeah, I guess that's the other part. Like, it was recognized enough to, like, pull out parts of it for these other properties. Yeah, right. Uh, So... I mean, part of that is also probably that it's in the uh, public domain. Mm, that's but fair. still, uh, there are plenty of other Betty Boot cartoons that are in the public domain also that could have been pulled. And it's this one that was pulled three times. So Yeah. But yeah, I don't really recommend it in general as a cartoon. Like, it's fine if you want to watch it. You right. could have a much worse time. Uh, but you could have a much better time, too. Thank you all very much for listening. Yeah, thank you. Next time, we'll be having another uh, cartoon short double feature. Uh, this time with uh, Mickey and his two pals. So join us then. Okay. Bye. 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 This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark u equals two seven nine zero five six six every little bit helps and even with a minimum pledge you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed check it out for more info the two pieces of music used in this episode were created by kevin mcleod you can find both the curtain rises and cool cats at incomptech.com that's i-n-c-o-m-p-e-t-e-c-h.com 
Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening! I'm going to, uh, Valerie, I recommend that you cut this. <laughs> I just uh, think it's funny the names that you come up with for the shorts that aren't the actual names of the shorts, like Betty Boop Sees Grampy oh. or or Mickey Mouse's Band Concert, <laughs> neither of which is the name of either of those <laughs> sorry, shorts. Sorry. But it's like it's like just off enough. You're like, this sounds right because it's close enough. <laughs> Oops. No, it's fine. It's just funny to me.